Hey everybody and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I'm Brian, here in North Texas, and it's just me and Frank tonight. Frank, how what are you up? doing? Alright. How are you doing this evening? Doing well. Could really do without this cold weather. No, oh, you're not enjoying the cold weather. Winter winter is I don't know, quite possibly the worst season. Uh, hmm. When does right up there with, I don't know. Dead ass of summer? No, I can deal with that. I love the cold weather. It makes me happy because I'm not sweating my nuts off all fucking day. Mm. That makes me very happy. I just don't have that, I don't have that gene. I, I enjoy the cold when I'm snowboarding and that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time, if I'm not doing a sport, hot please i can run in the hot weather i can do yard work whatever cold weather just turns me turns, I don't you, know. turns you off well, no it's just like okay well, why would i do that it's so cold outside you know <laughs> he's just so, not into it at all no I'm not happening and it's not gonna break for the next till next weekend which is fine because next weekend is put lights up weekend so so you I was going to do it this weekend. You can go out and get dehydrated next weekend. That's good. Well, this weekend, I might suffer pneumonia. So, you know. Yeah. There's never, I should have done it this past weekend is really what I should have done. Yeah, then, then you run the risk of being that guy out in the neighborhood, being the Buda, the, the town of Buda. And, never uh, have I given two shits about it. If I had put my lights up last weekend, the city's already putting their Christmas decks out on Main Street. I okay? know. You, so you, you I would have been like, yeah, I'm just... Funny. With the city, like, <laughs> fuck ever. I don't care. I'm on trend, bitch. Mm-hmm. Which we do need to address something about the city of Buda out here. Oh no, are they about to get dragged here on No Bear Left Behind? They are. They're gonna get dragged through the mud a little bit. Son of a bitch. Uh, Son of a bitch. It's that city court. That city council. I don't know who paid them what to do what, but they've got priorities all sorts of mixed up. Uh, makes me want to puke, Frank. I can't believe you're having to go through that. Yeah. Oh my God. He's got kids. Brian. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am drinking Sam Adams Oktoberfest out of a can. Ooh, that's a nice can. It is a nice can. It's nice and pretty. I I quite enjoy it. Is it the is it the low? Uh, the shallow top, and wide. Um, no, nah, it's just a regular top can. It's a regular top. Ah, okay. But you know yeah. which one I'm talking about, right? Like shallow. It's like what they used to do with with uh, steel cans back in the day. Like when beer cans were made out of steel. Yeah. They, the top was wider when it was a lot shallower, yeah. but it wasn't the peel back. It was still the pop top. Right. I don't. I guess I'm not. Sh- it just looks like a regular beer can, honestly. And usually I'm up. You know. You know that I'm up on these things. So I'm going I know. to assume. I'll find you. I'll find you a picture of it. You've seen it. 
I swear to you, if you send me a Parker dick pic, I'm going to be so upset with you. He's been. No, those were half price this weekend. Though. Oh, yeah. He was running a two for one deal or something awful. Yep. It's like Tab. Have you seen Tab? The Tab cans? Um, I'm sure I have, uh, but I honestly I couldn't. I couldn't couldn't spot the differences, and you know, okay. like I'm, I'm saying this, and you know how, like, attentive I am to uh, beer packaging. I yeah. just it's You've just seen not my like beer packaging. Way back in the day. Okay, yeah, it looks nothing like that. I know, but I'm saying okay. this is a particular style. Every once in a while, nowadays, you'll still see this, but it's like I, I mean, it's not common. I mean, I guess it is. I guess. I guess. Absolutely, seen it. Okay, it's I, I have seen it. I know what you're talking about. Anyway, what are you drinking tonight? Out of your Yeti uh, Yeti uh, uh, rocks yeah, glass. So I'm fresh out, fresh out of beer. Um, Even though you said in the, the last election, cast you were going to go pick, we some had a up. little election watch party here. Well, yeah, I haven't I haven't gone and bought any. So we had an election watch party, and we're also out of wine. Wine. That election watch party. Um, so I'm actually having a gin and tonic. And let me get this gin maker. Give me just one second. No worries. I'll make some jokes about you uh, ordering a gin and tonic sans tonic and just drinking straight gin. Hell no. <laughs> That's uh, I'm, I'm a fan yeah. of that move. This is Austin Reserve Gin. It's apparently been around for quite some time. It's from Re- uh, Revolution Spirits. Okay. I've never had it. But it's got a really cool bottle. It's like one of those okay. you know, flat oval bottles. All right. Um, it's very good. It's It says on the back, hints of juniper, rosemary, lavender, lemongrass, pink peppercorn, and grapefruit. Oh, fancy as shit. I would say heavy rosemary on Ooh, this one. Really? Uh, yeah, it's great. If you, nice. if you ever take uh, gin, you want to make a really good gin and tonic, take the gin. It doesn't really matter which kind. Uh, take the gin and take fresh rosemary and muddle it. Then add your lime. Then do the tonic water. It's delicious. That sounds it's really good. fancy as shit. I'm not gonna lie. It's not. I mean, if you you know how like much rosemary grows down here, right? They're, it's fucking wild. Mm. It's like a native Texas bush down here. It's like Frank's Both native types. Texan Both bush. Both types of bushes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I went native, to high school with a girl named Rose. Native Texas unmowed lawn. <laughs> went to high school with a rosemary, and oh boy, it did oh grow boy. naturally. If you knew what like, I mean. You know, the drapes and the curtains matched. They didn't actually. She um she had alopecia, so it matched the carpet. <laughs> she had alopecia. Do you like fibromyalgia? Do what? Lady Gaga's got fibromyalgia, so she just lives in like constant chronic pain. You know, I um, I knew a, a a friend who was a nurse back in the day. No longer friends, mainly having to do with this conversation, where she said, and I quote, "I don't believe in fibromyalgia." What? And I go, "What's up with that?" And she was like, "You've yeah. never just heard of degenerative nerve conditions? They like were what like, fucked up kind of thing in the head? Are you?" They were like, "It just." people complaining about pain to get pain meds is all that is. Yeah. And I no. said to myself, angel of death. Cool. Hi, nice to meet you. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful time hanging out together. But like, that's the kind of shit that I'm like, Oh, you're a fucking asshole. That's good. 
That's good. Because it's an actual thing that people are diagnosed with, and it's not like just a made-up fairy phantom pain. Disaster. It is a disaster. Anyway, it contributed to why we don't hang out. Anyway, uh, beyond that, that's sad that she has fibromyalgia. I'm sure I'm going to screw up that diagnosis when I tell Mrs. Brian later. It's a very real thing. Um, Chronic pain is amongst... I would say it's probably outside of like actual debilitating, uh, what do you call it? Disabilities and stuff, uh, right? Yes. I, I would imagine living with chronic pain is one of the worst things to do. Yep. Pain management's a real motherfucker. Nothing you can really do for it. So, nope. weed, make it legal for chronic pain at the very fucking least and people do be high 24 7 the chronic pain that i have in my ass that weed's not legal you know what i mean yeah but that's just that's from trying to stretch it too far brian beer cans aren't supposed to go there i i use those tab uh steel beer cans so that they would yeah that's wider mouth wider mouth and they would they would they would start start with a tapered top they're stronger they need a taper. Don't do the glass bottle though, because you know what might it might be your last. Yeah, your last never get a nice little suction going in. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, the old colons inside the bottle. <laughs> do the old, the old whoopsie daisy. <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah, that was probably uh, that's too far on that. Disgusting. Anyway. Fibromyalgia, legalized weed, and then that's where it ended. We started from, wow. from we started fibromyalgia. Now we're here. Yep. Shoved a coke bottle up your ass. Now it's out inside hey, out. All, all right, Brian. Right. I was trying to make it topical with Drake. No, there was no topical humor there. That was just we just moved. All just right, moved on. probably um, moved too. Probably just move as well. Speaking, Maybe at this point we just move. Speaking, <laughs> our neighbors are involved now. They yeah. know what's going on. Um. I was going to talk to you about gin and uh, I uh, about spirits in general. And I found. I mean, I think you're talking about gin being flavored vodka. Yeah, yeah, essentially it is. It's just uh, hints of flavor as it goes through the distillation process. But I was going to tell you about a conversation I had with uh, one at Joshua Bourbon on Instagram a couple weeks ago. Okay. And uh, he reached out to me just at random. I happen to be drinking. One rando night. And he literally just said, uh, can you recommend a good stout or porter? And uh, I was like, seriously? All right. Uh, I knew he lived in Brooklyn because he's like either a bourbon rep or uh, works for a liquor store in Brooklyn. New York. Yep. So I asked him where he was. Told him about some evil twin, yada, yada, yada. Anyway. Uh, then I was like, okay, so let me ask you this. What is a good budget bourbon? And he was like, he rattled off some random shit that I was like, dude, I have fucking no idea, but there's a, there's a, there's actually a a bourbon in Brooklyn. That's like really highly sought after. Oh yeah. No. And, and that was the, the the point of me asking him was not to find the rare shit that is super expensive Mm. because, uh, I think we've talked about it. You can get some rare shit that's super expensive that doesn't taste a whole lot better than the mass-produced shit that's inexpensive. Um, anyway, so I asked him. He was like, Elijah Craig. I'm like, I had it. What else you got? He brought up to me this bourbon called Old Overholt. 
And uh, I said to myself, this sounds real budget. And when I looked up the the picture of the product, I was like, oh, should I have seen that on the very bottom shelf of a lot of liquor stores? And uh, so I, I picked up a bottle last week when I uh, I bought my flask because I'm, I'm an adult. But it's a it's a rye, isn't it? Yeah, it's a so it's a rye bourbon, uh, rye mm. straight Kentucky oh, bourbon. Fourteen ninety nine. It is extremely inexpensive. It is in a glass bottle, I will say. So it's not. It looks like a plastic handle. Is what that looks like. <laughs> well, it may be in the larger uh, sizes. I bought a seven fifty, which came in a glass bottle, plastic screw top. And yeah, no, I've, I'm. It's the same bottle. It just looks plastic. It looks like one of those plastic, like, like uh, Heaven's yeah, Hill bottles or whatever. Bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it isn't. Uh, I uh, it's so older. do what? Wow. Go ahead. It no. is. Uh, it's it, it, so it's a rye bourbon. It doesn't taste like anything at all. Like that's just. I'm. I'm gonna say it doesn't taste like anything. I'm. It, Drinking it straight out of a Glencairn glass, I was like, "All right, maybe let it sit for a second. Maybe, maybe something can come out of here." It it tastes like absolutely nothing, just a, a slight alcohol burn, but even that's pretty subdued. Okay. So I was like, "All right, well, shit." I was gonna pour that into my flask and take that to the funeral that I was at this week, and I was like, "Well, hell, I want something good in there." All right, so I poured Evan Williams bottled and bond. Basically, drank the rest of that this week uh, while I was down dealing with family and everything. And I came home. It's just me here at the house today, so I'm like, ah, you know what? Maybe I'll try that old Overholt again. So poured it into a glass. Okay, still nothing at all. Uh, Frank, before I knew it, it was seven o'clock, and I had consumed six. Ginger ale and bourbons. Oh gosh! Yeah. Tonight, yeah, yeah, for the cast. Oh. I, I almost called you and was like, "Hey, we we can't do this because this is getting out of hand." Um, but it it's because it doesn't taste like anything at all, and I'm sitting here drinking it with diet ginger ale, and I'm living my life, having a good ass time. Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, fuck me! I'm getting shit housed over here." On some, you know what? I after having it tonight again, I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's probably the best mixing bourbon I've ever had because it doesn't taste like anything at all. Even Jack Daniels leaves that Jack Daniels flavor behind. This stuff is just in and out. It probably means it's a pretty well made bourbon. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's only got a three year age statement on it, so it's not like it's pulling off a lot of wood flavors. <coughs> Sorry, the cough is still here. I couldn't drink that out. But yeah, I, it, I, you know, it's I'm a I'm a fan of uh, exploring and finding these different spirits, and uh, it, it's always fun to try spirits that you you would ne- I would never pick that shit up because where it's located in the old store is it is not in prime location. I'll just put it to you that way. It is very bottom okay. of every shelf. <clears throat> anyway. That's my old overhold story. It's pretty, pretty excited. Clearly, I'm hoping exciting. we're on a better, better wicket here. Do what? Let's see. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. 
Have you been talking yeah, this whole I'm time? Saying I'm hoping. No, I've got. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah. Now I can. Okay. I'm just. I've got some internet issues tonight. I'm not really sure what's going on. I switched over to my cell phone, so hopefully that'll solve it. Oh Jesus! We're um, doing full. You went full Parker. I did. I did. Um, inadvertently. Well, not forcefully because I didn't want to go restart the internet, and then that would put me out five minutes, ten minutes. Hey, if you need to do that, like we can. Yeah, I was gonna say if if you need to do that, we can uh, play the elevator music and come back. I think I do need to do that. Just give me a minute. All right, we'll pause it, and we're back. Frank's network issues hopefully are cleared up. And we can continue. Uh, you were talking earlier about the shape of that uh, gin bottle. Yeah. And it reminded me of a story that I heard about the Glenfiddich bottle. You're familiar with the Glenfiddich? I I mean, I, I know the shape of the bottle. I don't know the story behind it. So it's, you know, got a nice little, like, oddly triangular shape to the bottle, if you look at it from the top. And apparently, yep. the founder of Glenfiddich was a bit of a drunk and would often fall asleep with his bottle of Glenfiddich next to him. And he would be really pissed when he'd wake up in the morning and the bottle was either on the floor broken or on the floor away from him. So he went back to the glass design team at Glenfiddich and uh, had them design a bottle that would not roll away when it was on its side. Really? Yeah, dead serious. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's dedication <laughs> to the craft, you know what I mean? That is unbelievable. That's, yeah, I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. It's not about uh, what you know, it's who you know. And when you know the glassmaker, make yeah, sure apparently, it doesn't it, roll I, away. Hopefully that glassmaker made a pretty penny, because that's, that's an iconic bottle design, yeah? I don't feel like in glassmaking you, you do a lot of that. Yeah, you don't, you don't get to have fun with some shit. No, but it's like the the person who 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 designed the first Air Force One or the the Nike logo, right? Yeah. yeah. Like it's such an iconic shoe and an iconic swoosh that that secretary and whoever did the first shoe design for the Air Force One. That's, I mean, hopefully they're still getting paid today. Yeah, they probably broke dick, dude. They're not. They're not getting paid. <laughs> You know how you know how it goes in I'm corporate saying, America. I, there's always hope, okay? Oh, okay? There's always hope. Then yeah, yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope they uh, did the right thing. Hope, and then we see what happened. They probably got yeah. They probably got dicked. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Literally. Yeah. Forcefully, actually. She just like, the secretary who came up with the Nike idea just got sexually harassed and then had to quit her job because she couldn't complain about it. Yep. Uh, Nobody knows it, but Phil Nash. Me too. <laughs> I, all right i think this is the point in the cast where we have to go we don't know any of this is true it's probably not um allegedly me too <laughs> allegedly you know what is probably true though what's that there is a seriously like large rumor mill about trump jr getting arrested before the week's over Trump Jr. The name sounds familiar. Now, where do I know that name from? <laughs> yeah. Well, 
just one, well, one title removed. I'm pretty sure that wasn't it the Donald who said, I'm really scared or really afraid to name my son Donald Trump Jr. Just in case he doesn't live up to me. I think I, I thought that was like a rumor that he said that, but you know, after having not listened to him for two fucking years, yeah, he probably said no, that. No, no, that's probably what he said. I'm pretty sure it was like like his his wife wrote it down in a book. Like it was mm. it was not a rumor. She said he said this to her when they she proposed the name for their first son to be named after him, and he's like, yeah, but what if he's a fucking failure? Yeah, yeah, right. That sounds like the Donald. You're right. That's that's always a risky run, right? Like, I mean, what if the guy's a failure? Sure, a lot of that comes back on the old uh, person raising him, you know. But whatever, let's not get held up on the details, huh? No, fucking idiots. Yeah, I. It's it's pretty funny. This whole this whole thing's gonna end poorly for democracy, but great for comedy. Uh, it, so like, irony can't be. It's tough to live through irony. It really is. And I feel like that's what we're living through is just the definition. Like, <laughs> just slaps you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we want to drain the swamp. Huh? What are we doing? Yeah. We're, what exactly are you like? What do you mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we didn't ask all the questions before we elected this dipshit president. We're like, oh, fuck. When he said drain the swamp, he meant drain it out of New York City and New Jersey and just put it. Squarely in Washington D.C., we're gonna fuck up a he lot really of other meant, shit. He, he meant divert the swamp. Yeah, it's a big diversion project. Well, he's not the brightest. He's not the brightest bulb. Probably doesn't. He, oh, I'm sorry. He did say he was really good with words. The best with words. Yeah. So, so you know the the uh, the next thing or the next rumor is that chris christie mr uh, i shut bridges down to defeat politicians love that guy he's right? up to he's done nothing but good things might be the attorney general not even shut up to start with the attorney general that we have acting that is like a i think he ran a, a patent scam about a uh, so you might not have been caught up to all this brian no i've been you out of your family yeah this man <laughs> This is probably the funniest shit, right? So the FTC shut a company down. It was like called Worldwide Worldwide Patent something that you could invest in. Sounds extremely legitimate already. And his his presentation was a 3D hot tub rendering Mm -hmm. with a seat. And he was selling the seat, and it was one of those like enter into the pool seats yeah, for a hot tub. That sounds good. <laughs> I, and he was like revolutionary. <laughs> no one's patented this before. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's literally like a a lowering device with a lifeguard chair on top of it. <laughs> oh my god! It, fucking people are the worst, dude. Like you. I, you know, it, it, people's ingenuity is great. Like it's wonderful when people invent things. You know, it's infuriating when people invent ways to make themselves like to legitimize themselves. That's what I don't like. I feel like maybe that's what happened here. Yeah, I mean, well, if you're a scamster, right, right, you're just a shitty person, and this guy's just a, a shitty person. So he 
He scammed people out of money, got shut down. Then I guess decided, I don't know, he's always somehow been involved in politics in some way, shape, or form. But then he decided he was going to go on CNN and start pumping Trump nice. <laughs> so that he could get hired. And he got one of the top jobs. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you, th- <laughs> Do you think it was like putting in a, a ridiculous bid on an auction that you had no intention of winning? And then when you like your paddle gets called, you're like, oh, fuck, what? I bought what? Yeah. For what? Oh, God. I did actually have the money to back this up. Oh, shit. It's like Dwight Schrute going to the uh, silent auction and guessing all of the prices correctly. <laughs> I do. Okay, so you think when this guy got called, he's like, shit, motherfucker. Like, absolutely going to prison. I hope it's worth it. <laughs> Uh, he's like, yeah, I have a better pump and dump, better than I've ever pumped and dumped before. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Oh, the ultimate pump and dump scheme right here. Oh, it's the fucking worst. This, uh, <clears throat> anyway, well. All, all I'm going to say is, is this is going to end, it's going to end interesting for some people. <laughs> oh, oh, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of fucking questions over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> a lot of fucking questions. Yeah. Oh, so, sir, when he told you he was firing someone, what did he mean by that? Or when he asked someone to resign, did you understand that as being fired? Yeah, exactly. Seems like you got fired. (laughs) Seems like you got really fucking fired. Like, you didn't have a fucking choice. They had your shit in a box when you got to the office that morning, huh? Really, what we're trying to say here, Mr. Sessions, is you'd be the first one to say... I am tendering my resignation by your request. I'm tendering not- my resignation by request. It's just a fucking worst. <laughs> You'd be the first one to write those words down in ink. Oh, and for not me. Sure. Thank you for firing me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking weak shit. Like, yeah. you've lasted this long, asshole. Just fucking write it out. Make him say the words. I don't think he fucking can at this point. What a spineless asshole. Like, uh, I mean, all this shit's going on with him, and he's like, yeah, this is totally on the up and up. Yeah, This is, uh, I'm just going to resign. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Uh, I don't know, man. the, The whole thing's just hilarious, and we'll see where it goes. You know, one positive coming out of this. He, he's pretty racist, and he's no longer in power, so that's cool. Jeff Sessions, that is. No, I mean, he's like an actual racist. And yeah. He's gone, so. Yeah, so... Uh, sure. Just a sliver of light coming into the whole situation. So, I've got I've to gotta declare something, right? So, for... for you know this is not election you declare I- bankruptcy, right? I just want to make sure you know. You can't just yell it. I pledge. I declare bankruptcy. Yep. Yeah, that's not how that works, Michael. <laughs> All right. What's your um, declaration? No. So uh, election night, we go hang out at a watch party before I had my own hair at the house. And I got into an argument with the dude. Big surprise. Uh-huh. Where- Imagine that. He was insisting 
a couple things, amongst which was Fox News has an equivalency on the other side, like Sean Hannity. Oh, just who? Exactly. I was like, "You are you going to point to Bill Maher?" Like, and he's like, "Oh, Rachel Maddow." I was like, "What? Oh, that's, what? That is like, nonsense." Last time she told you, like, liberals are idiots and socialists and fascists trying to take over America. Like, yeah, no, there hasn't been a time. There hasn't been a happened. time when she has made the claim that if liberals don't take up arms right now, they're going to get run out of this country. It's never happened. Yeah, I mean, it's just like <laughs> an ultimate false equivalency. And they all currently, you'll see it all over the place. It's like, yeah, but what about the, what about the, the, that's on the other side too. And you're like, really? Like, is it you, though? You realize you and a network, like literally directly connected to you. You talk at presidential rallies. Well, now the White House is kind of running its own propaganda network. It's pretty sweet. I mean, they just have a one-stop shop. They don't have to go. They don't have to outsource any of the material. They just let Sarah Huckabee Sanders retweet videos that were created by Infowars and uh, from a White House account, and that makes everything all right. That's right. Actually, Alex Jones doesn't even have to have his, his own like press media conglomerate. Which, yeah. by the way, that motherfucker kicked off of every social media, and I don't think anyone's ever checked to make sure his press, his White House press credentials were removed. Because, you know, he had those. For InfoWars? Yes. That was like a no big, way. that was a big deal back in 2017 when Trump was inaugurated, uh, that... For the first yeah, he, time, like crazy well, right wing conspiracy theorists had press credentials at the White House. I know Breitbart did. Yeah. At one point, I know the OA double N own or whatever that conspiracy oh, the network one, is. The One America News Network. Uh, I know they have some. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. For some reason, whatever, <laughs> whatever I. I see these press briefings or press gaggles. I know you haven't seen the movie, and you know probably what movie I'm going to reference. The other guys, but, the good guys, whatever. Yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the it. other guys. The other guys. Where the guy stands up and he goes, New York Post, uh, Weekend Edition, online. <laughs> like the guy's voice is clearly like. He's in, humiliated embarrassed. the for his network. Yeah. <laughs> so I want someone to be like, One American News Network, online. Evening edition. <laughs> yeah. 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 Evening edition or something. Like, just like, God damn it. Yeah, because some know, of these people hold titles exactly like that, right? It's oh, like, yeah. we have like 200,000 viewers a day or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're not even... They don't even track us in the Nielsen ratings, but you know we're still putting out good quality work here at uh, um, at uh, Red White and Blues, uh, Red White and News is what we call it. So, Brian, yes, uh, we're coming up to Christmas. Uh, yeah, we are. You know, y'all are already planning decorations. You probably have a whole project plan spreadsheets out there. We do actually. Uh, so. I I have a question about beer releases. Okay. Right? So, Prairie Christmas Bomb. It's already is out. always a must. 
Yeah. So I've asked the, you know, the units up in Oklahoma. If you're going to Oklahoma, grab me one of those. Uh, I mean, they're they're out in Dallas now. Sorry, saw, they're in Dallas now. Yeah, I saw them in uh, on draft the other day at uh, Cork and Growler. So they'll be out oh, in package pretty soon. Yeah, they're not. They don't make it down here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if if anybody can get their hands on some prairie bombs, I'm more than willing to pay prairie for it. Prairie bomb or Christmas bomb? The Christmas bombs. Okay. The prairie bombs down here. The Christmas bombs do not. Okay. Um. So yeah, those are coming out. But what what special releases do you look forward to? Like Oktoberfest. I'm lame. I always enjoy and look forward to tasting the Sam Adams as close to when it hit the shelves as possible. True. That's a good. I mean. That's a good one. So this time of year, the big one <clears throat> that uh, is a national release and has now become like a <coughs> like a legitimate holiday almost is uh, Black Friday releases of Bourbon County Stout from Goose Island. Okay. Uh, so every year on Black Friday, they release their Bourbon County Stout, and they uh, if they have variants that they're producing this year, you know that year, then they'll send that out as well. Um, so I, I enjoy that this year. We're also looking at a special Guinness release on black Friday. That is uh, Guinness Antwerp stout aged in bullet bourbon barrels, which I'm kind of looking forward to. I'm a big fan of bullet and I like Guinness, not necessarily the biggest fan of their Antwerp stout, but it's going to be fun and exciting. Uh, so I really like those big stout releases they have on uh, black Friday. A lot of other breweries will release something similar. Christmas Bomb used to be my go-to. I used to love Prairie's Christmas beers. Even the beer that saved Christmas uh, that they released, shit, four years ago now, I think. It was, I mean, it was crazy good. It, it eventually became Christmas Bomb. Um, But, yeah, I, 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 last year's Christmas Bomb tasted like dick. Wasn't a big fan of it. I bought four bottles of it and I fucking immediately regretted it. Huh. Um, I've still got two bottles in my fridge. I've got a bottle of Christmas bomb from two years ago, which I had. So <clears throat> Christmas bomb is notable because it has like nutmeg, cinnamon, and a couple of other like signature spices to add to their standard bomb recipe, which is, you know, coffee, chocolate, peppers. So the difference is cinnamon never ages out. No matter how much cinnamon you put in, you know, no matter how long you let it sit, cinnamon never goes anywhere. Yeah. Not in beer, at least. Nutmeg might fade away. Vanilla will fade away. Coffee will fade away and become something different. But cinnamon never does. So, so it's just too intense on cinnamon. Yeah, it's like licking a fucking cinnamon bark. Damn. It's not very good. So, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm hesitant to even buy one this year because of the same thing. Like, well, fool me once. I'm not going to pay $12 for another Cinnabomb. Yeah, but do you think it's – do you think maybe they've learned? No, I don't. Uh, I don't think they've learned shit. I'm uh, sorry. It, it, they're quickly – I had this discussion with Jay a couple weeks ago. They're like, they're quickly becoming the um, – I don't know how to say this politely, Evil but twin. Evil twin. no, they're becoming the overhype machine. So where they will, oh. they, they have built uh, a good cult following 
and they have forgotten to produce a quality product. Oh, Green Flash. No, Green Flash is, I mean, they've got other problems, but I've never had a bad Green Flash product. Mm. Um, I'm, I honestly, Prairie. I, I had a couple bad Green, green Flash IPAs. Well, I think that probably had to do with the age on those beers because probably those, uh, nothing to do with Green Flash on their end. Um, I don't absolve people from responsibility that quickly myself. Okay, I do because I'm a <laughs> practical person. I'm not a uh, conservative judge sitting down in Houston right now. I normally, um, I normally yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, we need to talk about that shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> It's fucking, it's infuriating. Anyway. Fucking no. temper tantrum deluxe. Well, bitch. Uh, no, so I, I, I do enjoy the Chris, the uh, Christmas beers that are put out by different breweries. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to try to trade for a gang of uh, Great Lakes Christmas Ale because Mrs. Brian loves it and it's a damn fine beer. Yep. But, um, you know... The the regularly like the regular available beers are the ones that I get excited for. Like Sam Adams White Christmas. I love that beer. It's great. Um it's maybe not available at like every grocery store, but you can go to most liquor stores and it's gonna be available. Yeah. Any Whole Foods or like Central Market with you know, someplace with a nice beer selection will always have have White Christmas. Um and honestly, like the Christmas variety packs, I'm a fan of those as well. It's just something different. I like Christmas time because um, people tend to produce more English beers, English style ales, and those are something that are not. I mean, we've talked about it before. Nobody makes an ESB year round. It's rare to find. Yeah. And uh, when you go into uh, a Sam Adams variety pack, my favorite beer in there is Old Fezziwig Ale, which is essentially just an ESB base with some spicing to it, which I'm perfect. Like I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, but then you also get some porters that you don't normally see. You may even get a Bach here and there that are, you know, those are rare to find because not many people make a, a, a low alcohol German beer in America. So it's, I, I like this time of year. It's the most wonderful time for beer. It is. No, I, I really like what people do with the different time. I mean, it really starts in October or early September with the Oktoberfest beers, in my opinion, because that's when the the distributors will go and actually get the fresh German shit and make sure that when they get it here, it's pretty damn fresh. Because um, they sell so much of it, right? Like they can they can spend a little extra on shipping because they know it'll it'll sell out. Well, all that's done by the brewer, but yes, uh, it's all done by the brewer. Sorry, what do you mean? It, the shipping and the expedition uh, expediting shipping. No, sure. Things. Sure. But the distributor, so you, you, you ask for a certain amount by this date and then yes, you're right. But it, it the, the thing about it is, is they'll order a ton and it'll be fresh. And then you have about 30 days to drink it and they know that they'll finish it um, with the various kind of festivals around. So that's, that's good. And then we get into Christmas season and then it's the stouts, and my wife and I love stouts. Yep. So we're yeah we're heading into that, like the awesome different. They're super high alcohol, which normally around Christmas time isn't a bad thing with all the family. Yeah. You got you got to get nice and tanked to deal with family. <laughs> Sometimes, depending uh, <laughs> depending on the occasion. Yeah. Um, You're trying to open Christmas presents and watch the kids and. 
Next thing you know, you're screaming that Fox News is a really a propaganda machine for the right wing liberal, you know, like right wing conspiracy theorists. And oh shit, that's like two beers in. Yeah, they're screaming that's- at you that they agree. Why are we yelling at each other? And yeah. you're like, I fucking love you, mom. And then- There's a middle ground here, says Sean Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were five people on both sides. Or everybody's like, all right, let's go to bed. It's- five people on both sides. It's exactly. time for everyone to go to bed. Yeah. Oh shit, man! So, okay, um, can we address the? Uh, I guess I, I don't want to talk about politics anymore, but okay, the the I did have a grinds my gear. Let me pull it up on my phone. Uh, all right, because I, I I've done so. Parker has taught me. Okay, so first off, he has taught me the value here of of writing shit down on your phone. Yes, yeah, because. You do forget. And initially I was like, let me write down two words that'll make me kind of jog my memory. Never gonna work. You're never gonna work. Yeah. Yeah, you change it. So when you've got when you've got fucking magic, don't fuck around. Take the time, put the story down. Okay. When you've got magic, you you're considering this topic that you're about to discuss (laughs) magic? I'm not saying it's magic. Sounds like that's what you're saying. I just want to make sure that we're very clear going into the story. It's pretty good. Okay, so right. <clears throat> I don't know how intense you want to go. Do you here, want me to but... play? I'll play. I'll play. You know what really grinds my gears? What is it, Frank? Okay. I walk past this church almost every day. All right, and every day it just irks me that they've got the pregnant need help sign come inside with. The Virgin Mary on the frickin' picture. Okay. It irks me because they're guilt-tripping people. And it's like, you know, this decision is probably quite horrible for this person already. And this is a big sign, Brian. It's not like, it'd be like, you know on 35 where you drive and they put the picture of the baby and they're like, abortion is murder. Right. And then the next picture is like, pro-life for life. Okay. Vote conservative, whatever. Like you know, like it's this progressive, progressive billboard that's just centered around pro-life. Which, whatever, if that's kind of how you vote, that's fine. I'm not judging it. I'm just saying it's wrong. This specific, well, uh, <laughs> it's right or wrong is not what I'm trying to debate here. Okay, okay. It it irks me that this sign is so big, right on a main thoroughfare, like smacking people in the face all day, every day. All right. At a church, like it's just off-putting to me, and it grinds my gears. Like it's, it's, it's not going to grind everybody's gears. I have one hundred percent understand that, but to me, when I drive past it or walk past it every day, I'm just like, does it really need to be that big? Well, or this guy, the other sign says they're they'll have this sign, and then they'll go like have these witty sayings, like. Uh, come inside for an ATM and it's like uh, they'll somehow make that witty. So it says come inside for an ATM and then, or ATM inside. And then it's like not ass to mouth. It's something to do with like, you know, being moral and whatnot. Okay. Well, okay. So the, the original sign says need pregnant need help come inside. 
Something like that. Okay. So what if they actually legitimately want to help like single mothers like find care? Uh, it's just it's the Catholic Church, Brian. I don't there's there is an agenda there. I, I don't know. I understand. You're that. right. You're right. You're right. One shouldn't judge in that manner. I I ask because there's there are like, you know, real people in the world who need legitimate help dealing with a pregnancy. And sure. even even if that is like I want to carry this baby to term, this is my baby, and I want to do whatever. I I'm not trying to get a shmushmortion out of this deal. Like I I legitimately want to take care of this baby. I don't know how. And if there's like family planning in there, like that would be able to help, or like a counselor that would be able to help and sit them down. Even right. if there is a pro church right. agenda involved, Brian, what? Did I ruin your grinds my gears? You've converted me. No. Okay. All right. Uh, no. Say three Hello Marys and two Hello Dollies. That's what Call I'll do. Call me in the morning. <laughs> well, hello, <laughs> Dolly. This is Lewis. Yeah. Dolly. Only three more times, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, like maybe a Bloody Mary after the end of it. Maybe a Bloody Mary. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I, uh, you've converted me on that one. So that's fair. And I feel like a lot of people probably like get irked like me about it if you're not super um, pro-life. Like, I, th- I think it does irk people. Yeah. But I, I, see, I see your point. That's a good point. All right. So the other thing, all right, spices. Okay. Okay. Big spice. Not super, not super controversial here. But <clears throat> everybody should experience as many spices as possible. Okay. So that when you say a spice is in something, and it's a controversial spice, it's I'm looking at you, cumin. There. I'm looking at you, cilantro. Yeah. I'm looking at you, tarragon and coriander. Okay. Cloves, cinnamon for some people. If you know you don't like it, it's better than wasting my good cooking on your ass, right? Oh, so, so you you work, you add a spice that you know goes in this dish. And they're like, well, I'm not a big fan of this. I'm not a big fan of coriander. This is all coriander. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is not fair. You know what I learned right? that blew my mind? You know what coriander is the seed of? Cilantro. Yeah, fucking never knew that. Are you yeah. shitting me? Love coriander. Fucking hate cilantro. What is yeah, this shit? You know, okay, so here's the thing. In, in Europe, they will refer both to the leaf yeah. and the seed as coriander. I know. I did. I did. I, that's and that's how I learned it because I heard somebody yeah. refer to like uh, a beer ingredient. It's like, oh, we had cor- or we had uh, whatever, and I was like, what the fuck? Wait, wait, hold on. What is this shit? What are we? What are we doing here? Anyway, yeah, no. Uh, you know what? I agree with you. It it helps to educate one's palate, especially if you're going to go over and enjoy someone's cooking. It's not even f- just that. If you're if you're eating any like let's Indian food, Spanish food, a lot of things from Latin America, Cuba, like oh dude, I love Indian food, but I hate I hate curry. I just don't like it. You know, um, fair enough. And no, I'm, I'm kidding. In India I'm, has curry. Either. I'm kidding. But you know, when you go down, you sit down, and you're like, ah, I love Indian food. Let me get some of that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's I just get some of that fried rice. Love that. That's good. We'll, get some of well that. so you know, you know what's worse? 
in Indian food, they use expensive spices. Oh, yeah, they use saffron so, and shit. <clears throat> well, not, yeah, saffron's one of them. Fennel's not the cheapest thing. Fenugreek is not that cheap. I fucking hate fennel, so, by the way. Okay. If I'm going to use some decently expensive spices, we're not talking like $100 a pound or $1,000, $2,000 a pound like saffron is. Yeah. We're talking 50 60 bucks a pound. If I'm going to use three tablespoons, you know, that's, I mean, that's like $5 worth of shit that just went into your, right. your dish. And if you do it with lamb, so now let's add another, like, I don't know, $6 a serving and whatnot. So you're just not enjoying, like, a plate that cost me $15 to make. I don't know. I just feel, let, go, go out, experience spices, so that when someone says, oh, yeah, this is X, Y, and Z spice, you're like, okay, yeah, I don't like that spice. And then you just just don't participate. You know? <laughs> don't like, partic- <laughs> bring your own shit. Because <laughs> yeah, the shit is not, yeah, I don't know. It just irks me. It's like, oh, I've never had that before. Oh, yeah, no, I don't really like that. Okay, well, yeah. you know, my go to the fucking American test kitchen. This isn't it. I, like, I don't, I don't, I don't get people it. who say they don't like shit that's been prepared for them without fee. You know, like I, I've never, never. If my mom, if my mom ever made something, and I sat down and ate it, and I was like, yeah, I really don't like this, I would catch hands so fucking fast. I would it would it would blow people's minds how fast my my little old lady mom would just beat the shit out of me if I told her I didn't like anything that she or didn't like something that she cooked because you don't fucking say that to people who goddamn worked hard to make make something that you are eating and I yeah, understand and like you go to like you like Frank you cooked you made a paella that one time for my birthday if you came down and like fucked up paella. And I was like, this tastes like shit, Frank. Like, that's, I shouldn't say that in the first place. But, like, there's, like, okay, well, eh. Well, Frank okay, fucked so up just paella. for the record, let's be very clear. I did not fuck up paella. No, you didn't. But you know what I'm saying in this whole scenario, <laughs> which is, like, you don't fucking, you don't talk shit on the cook, ever. Like, Honestly, I don't even like sending food back at restaurants because I'm like, ah, eh, somebody fucking worked hard for this. However, <clears throat> I will say that I have sent food back being like, oh, this is fucking terrible. They're like, this is not supposed to taste this way. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened back there, but this is not it. There's a particular person that I know that will order something. It will come out as it says on the menu. Like, literally, it'll say... Oh, this has X, Y, and Z ingredient. It'll come to the table. They'll take a bite. And they're, I didn't know it had this in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you're like, what? Oh, no, it, pizza sounded good. What? It fucking says it. <laughs> it on said the right menu. there there are anchovies on there. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, hopefully that person is not me. Because I, no, I, I don't think I've ever no, done no, that. No. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was really like, yeah. I, uh, it's infuriating. I, yes. Oh, especially if that person's like maybe allergic to a specific ingredient. Oh God! Yeah, do you remember that? Uh, I'm highly <laughs> allergic to avocados. Look at that avocado salad. Oh, hold on. What the fuck's going on here? Are you, are you goddamn kidding me? Still one of the best stories ever, though. It is so funny. That fucking ruined. That ruined a night. Everybody good? Yeah, my throat feels like it's swelling. All right, guys, it's time to go home, guys.
It's been fun. It's funny though. Still looking back on it, I laugh every time. Like it's, it's one of the one of the biggest part of that night that I remember is <laughs> Oh yeah. No, I'm allergic to avocado, but I got guacamole. <laughs> no, it was literally an avocado salad. It wasn't even guacamole. Yeah, <laughs> like guacamole's goddamn good in and of itself. Like everybody oh. needs good guacamole every now and then. Hell, you know, you know, allergies be damned. She ordered a straight avocado salad. That's true. Ah, that was hilarious. That was I still I still laugh every time I think about that story. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. So that's that's one. And then the last one I got is I know you've got uh vaulted ceilings. I, well and, I've got ten foot ceilings. They're not they're not angled or vaulted or anything. Yeah, but you know the angled vaulted. Yes. You know how like annoying it is to change canned lights and a oh, ten foot ceiling. Yeah, those are okay. a motherfucker. Okay. Here's my problem. Mm-hmm. We've gone LED. Yeah. Okay. As a society. We've decided this is what we're doing. Yeah. You guarantee this shit'll go twenty thousand hours, twenty five thousand hours, whatever, whatever. Now there's a warranty claim involved if it does should so happen to not reach it. But what annoys me to no end is when those damn things go out six months or a year or two years into it. Yeah, that's fucked and up. You're like, you know, I'm pretty sure my... I have one that I'm looking at right now. There's an LED light canned that's out. I still have five of the six CFLs that are burning. Yeah. And the fact that this happened is just perturbing. And it happened outside as well with a couple of the candelabra LED lights. And, you know, they they just probably think you're never going to file that warranty claim. So it, does, it doesn't really need to last 20,000 hours. Are you going to file? <sighs> Brian, I think out of principle, I need to. Dude, like, you have to. This is, this is fucking like GE and Philips lights and they're going out. Like you bought what are we what are we doing here? Dude, I uh <clears throat> I was looking at the at my canned lights and I know they're CFLs because they came with the house. Well you and can like, see them, right? Like they got the <clears throat> Uh yeah, they're like those they're those jackass like CFL, little pigtails. Yeah, they're the CFL floodlights. You know which ones I'm talking okay, about? Okay, can we can we yeah, can those we move back wars. just one step here in society and understand that the US when LEDs existed, okay, so Brian, I still think one of the most genius things that I didn't do, but that I almost did. Start was, that LED light company? Yeah. Yeah. When CFLs were going and everybody was about CFLs, yeah. I was importing LED lights. Yeah. And I just didn't have the connections into like the, the smart building networks right so that there's a bunch of people who do building assessments and they choose lights and that's how you end up starting that business i didn't know this back then um anyways not a big deal uh i started importing leds because the math is just fucking way better like it's not even it's not even close yet congress the almighty because GE and I think uh, Philip, no, not, I think it was just GE. Sylvania or some bullshit. Yeah, they had this huge factory that they had built for glass lighting that yeah. did not include 
a plan for LED. So they were like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to do CFLs as the replacement for incandescent. Yeah. And then eventually companies like EcoStart and they just flooded the market with LEDs because they're like, yeah, you guys are fucking stupid. You're spending $4 a bulb. You can just spend six on LEDs and it'll last you 20 years. Yeah. Like, yeah, especially so, as anyways, they figured out how to dissipate the heat from an LED bulb way yeah. more efficiently than they had in the past. My very first LED that I imported still runs, just so you know. Yeah. And it's it's here in this light bulb right over my right shoulder. Well, your camera's not on, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I know which one Promise. you're talking about. Uh, but, so, I don't know. I fucking hate CFLs in general. CFLs, for people who have only heard the fucking term and have no idea what it means, it's compact fluorescent light. So think of those old shitty fluorescent tube lights that you have in like grocery stores and maybe in like one laundry room in your grandma's house. And when you turn it on, it makes this loud ass humming noise and it takes a second to kick on and then it and it has to warm up, yeah. Uh guess what, assholes? Uh they've just figured out how to take that straight bulb and wind it around itself to make a fucking little bulb with the ballast in the base of the bulb. So it still takes time to warm up. That's why when you turn on CFL bulbs, they fucking it's dim as shit in the room until it gets up to operating temperature. Um, and then, oh yeah, ballast and shit go out on it. They're also, because they're coiled glass, guess what? They're not very fucking strong. They're pretty fucking brittle. Uh, CFLs fucking suck. They're the goddamn worst. And yet, here we are, dealing with CFLs all fucking day. Our next best guess, our next best bet is LEDs, which are fucking beautiful. They put out true light. They can be adjusted to put out different color light if you want to do that. They're extremely energy efficient too. They drain almost like you know a, what a, a sixth of the power of a CFL. No, 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 no. It's one one hundredth. There of you the go. Power of a CFL. And yet here we are dealing with fucking LED lights that are going out in two years. Yeah, no. It's it, it, listen. Bill. The that was again during the Republican administration where they wrote up this legislation and it's, it's a disaster. man. I heard this Sean is, Hannity blame it on Obama. So I'm going to blame it on Obama. Yeah. No, sense. the whole, the whole, the whole thing is just like, okay, I might've been exaggerating on efficiency by the way. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. No, I'm actually pretty close. It's not. So it's one, one thousandth. No, <laughs> no, I, I was exaggerating. Um, so for a unit, so th- it's the hours. So there's a calculation where you do the output and the hours and then o- across its lifetime, okay. its efficiency. And that's about 100 times more efficient. But when you do on a year basis, yeah, um, it is uh, about half as efficient. It lasts five times as long, though. So, okay. Yeah. So across its life, it can be... Right. So just so just so we're clear, I was way wrong. You were closer to right. I was closer to right, but that's just because I used to write these models. I I didn't have the inputs. Mm. The inputs were set. I did the building model. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know it's fucked up. Like NCFLs have mercury in them. It's like just get away from it. And you know you're old. Okay, here's the thing. If you're 
a grandson or you're a grandkid. Okay. And your grandparents have everything in the world or nothing in the world. Yeah. I can guarantee to you they don't have some LEDs in their light. No. And if they pay a shit ton for electricity, like a lot of people do, there is not a better Christmas present you can give them than replacing their house (laughs) with LEDs. (laughs) And you can split it up between family members. It sounds lame as shit, but you come in Christmas Day, you say, Mom, we're going to do this. Let me show you the math here. Each one of these lights is going to save you $2 on your electricity bill per year. It's the gift that pays for itself (laughs) in perpetuity. It's I, I promise you it's a great gift. Frank, like, I'm going to say it this. It sounds stupid, but it, Brian, that's a pretty good idea, isn't it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I love you, Frank. That is the worst fucking Christmas gift. You showed my house with some goddamn LEDs and show me math on Christmas morning. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a great fucking Christmas. If someone did that for me. I'm gonna give you, I'm going to give you some scratch paper with long division on it, and you're going to jizz your jeans. Like, I'm telling you though, like if you're sitting there, you're like mom and dad. We bought you three hundred dollars or six hundred dollars between the kids with the LED lamps for the house. We'll replace them today. This is how much it's going to save you. Merry Christmas. They don't need <laughs> shit. They need probably not to spend as much money on electricity. That's a fucking yeah. Uh, I, I'm okay. I, that part I'll, I'll give you. All right. You know what? You're you're right. But it's when mom you say, and dad, I'm giving you an extra fifteen dollars a paycheck every two weeks. Come on now, like, thirty bucks a month. So my go out my to Christmas present is not only lights; it's an extra trip to Whataburger every week for the rest of my fucking life. Thank you. You're welcome. You're yeah, I mean, come welcome. on. Yeah, think about it in other terms. And if they complain about it, you got shitty parents, take those LED lights, put them in your own goddamn house, okay? <laughs> so just so we're clear, Frank. Split them up between the kids. Frank, you're advocating for people to give their elderly parents uh, uh, light bulbs that they don't understand and then show them math that um, it makes long-term fiscal sense. And if they complain, you're advocating for taking your gift back and putting it in your own home. Absolutely, because right. they'll pay off on sure. your own porch I, I and then take them to Black sure. Friday and ask them what movie they want. Because that's the shit that matters on Black Like What? Okay, can we get Christmas. into Black Friday shopping? I thought it was Christmas. I thought we were talking about Christmas. No, we're talking about Black Friday shopping now, bitch. All right, I feel like Here's it the... took a racial turn that I'm not a fan of. <laughs> Here's the problem, right? Everybody's going to go, oh, I'm going to get my Christmas shopping done on Black Friday. First off, I don't. Where do you have the time to come up with lists of shit that you need to get people for Christmas? You know what I do for Christmas? What's that? At most, I ask the person what they want. Okay. At the very least, you know those Facebook suggestions that come up or the Twitter suggestions for products? I go, oh, yeah, I feel like X, Y, and Z needs this. I buy it. I'm done. Christmas shopping fucking over. Okay? Because additionally, I don't get gifts for everybody. We do... Fucking secret Santas in the house. Um, secret Santas in the house. Yeah, for the whole family. So you get one gift for another person. You get one gift. Right. Like we're adults here. Yeah. Okay. Adults who give adults gifts more than one adult. It's weird. It's fucking weird. You give the kids gifts. It's Christmas. It's Santa, and then you raise them to be like, 
you know, you take away slowly but surely. You take gifts away until they get to the one gift limit when they're twenty-one. Okay, and then you never give them another fucking gift. All right, to, in uh, excess yeah. of one. Okay, all right. This is parenting advice from a non-parent. Uh, it sounds intense. This is yeah. You do not. No one. No one. No one on Christmas when you're over the age of twenty-one. 18, really. I guess in college I could make exceptions, if you're in college. Okay. Um, no one needs to get more than one gift. All right. This whole, like, yeah. At, at that, uh, at that, it's the reason for the season. It's not uh, fucking 10 gifts, okay? All right. But for your parents, since they've been putting up with your ass for fucking 30, 40, 50 years, however old you are, Get them light bulbs. They'll appreciate it. It's sensible. Get them a dishwasher if they need a new dishwasher. That's the shit they need. They don't need your fucking bath soap. Grandpa surely doesn't need the good whiskey or the nuts or the fruit platter or whatever you're going to give them that's fucking worthless anyways. Get him some light bulbs. Get, put some money back into his paycheck. Right? He's got an old fridge. Make that shit energy star. <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh my God! This he drives a fucking F one fifty. Get him a Tesla. It's just based on richness. Oh, okay, here. get this him is a, all based on cash. Just flow. get him a fucking Tesla. <laughs> I I don't think you understand people who drive F one fifties. That well, I know people who drive fucking modern day F one fifties. They got some cash. That shit starts at forty five thousand. Yeah, and they don't want a fucking Tesla. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's about energy efficiency, Brian. You're never going to change a baby boomer's mind on global warming, but you can damn sure take the fucking keys away from them. I, I, I. That is all right. Uh, one of the best statements I've made on this fucking cast. I, I'm not going to argue with you. It's pretty damn good. Take the wheel. Never. Take the wheel from them. Put LEDs in their fucking homes. Give them Teslas. Give them Energy Star appliances. They're not going to say no. They're the they're the fucking me generation. Give me more. Give me shit. Give me whatever. And slowly but surely convert their homes into these energy efficiency palaces so we all can like save a planet. So Frank is now Captain Planet. Just so mm-hmm. we're... I- TLDR. He's our hero. He takes down to zero. He takes old people's power away from them. I'm down for it. With like the, I'm, without them knowing it, by using their own inability to say <laughs> no. To zero. Wow. I, I, I'm shook as fuck, guys. I did not see this conversation going this way. I didn't. Not one bit. Not one goddamn bit. Yeah, but that's a goddamn platform, isn't it? Give your parents LED light bulbs. <laughs> when okay. are we going to do it? For Christmas, no! probably. Maybe. Uh... Christmas time. You and your siblings, if you have some. If you don't, here's a loan. The holiday season. We don't say Christmas. Yeah. It is the reason for saving the rest of the seasons. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. Stop coming up with fucking taglines for your shitty gift ideas. <laughs> oh, my God. Unless you want it to be summer all time, you better start putting LEDs in Grandma's house. It's a little lengthy to chant, you know? Yeah, we want summer. Sometimes. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, actually, I got the march down. We want summer. When do you want it? Sometimes. 
That was it. That was your march. Yeah. What do we want? Summer. What do we want it? Sometimes. What do we want? Winter. What do we want it? Sometimes. How are we going to do it? Light bulbs. (laughs) I think your chants have a little bit. they They have a lot to be desired. Yeah, listen, listen. This is an open platform. We're brainstorming, Brian. I don't know I, if you understand. I, I, I didn't want to be. I, no, I didn't want to be clearly, part of this. No, you clearly don't understand when lightning strikes. <laughs> and let me tell you, my friend, it struck on this podcast tonight. We figured out a way to convince the baby boomers through their own prejudice of just liking to get shit I, to convert completely into an energy efficient. So one year we might get them all solar panels, Brian. And then what? Then what about global warming? And then we'll have to hear. Does it matter how no, they vote? No. You can vote for the most pollutant shit on earth, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, mom and dad run solar in the backyard. They're totally carbon neutral. So What happens <laughs> is then you have to hear complaints all springtime about well, the hailstorm cracked some of the solar panels, and now I don't generate power. I told you we shouldn't have got them. Now they're out there collecting dust, and now it's got cut my ankle on one of the shards. <laughs> Brian, no one said this was going to be easy. But you, you did. This is you said it's simple. All you got to do is just buy them one you gift. You ever try to convince an old baby boomer <laughs> to vote for like anything that's not going to like die off in the next 10 years? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, so fight that battle or put some LEDs in the house and then be like, oh, fuck, I got to replace another one. But at least my kids get to see the fucking sun. You're like, what the fuck, Brian? Think about the kids, the children. <laughs> oh my Think God. about them. They want to ski, Brian. Not they right. might not be able to ski when they're our age. Yeah, oh, yes. That's that's my big concern. Is I thought fast s- climate change happens, people. It's like... All right. That's how that's the grass fast say. climate change happens, people. Yeah. Well, you know how fast we can reverse it? LEDs. Christmas. This Christmas. Make it the reason for the season. We're going green, baby. Okay. I, We're going green. Uh, all right. And if they already have LEDs, make sure all the appliances are empty <laughs> start, like I stated. Right? Uh, start there. Now, if you get to the point where everything's efficient, it's start start thinking off the grid, right? Like, there are multiple it. ways to do it. Don't have to put solar on the house. Call the power company. Figure out where they get their power from. Maybe you pay the premium for them to be on solar so the company can afford more solar installations. There are so many ways to go about this, people. I honestly, I think I've struck gold here. Um, Like I said, lightning only strikes a couple times for some people, Um, sometimes three times a day for me, but it's, you know, it is what it is. That sounds Um, right. That math works out. We can't all be lightning rods. Um, so what I will say is focus, focus on the family, getting your family up to energy efficiency standards for a society. Brian, I know damn well your family got some work to do, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the other thing. Putting energy efficient lighting in my parents, 30 year old house is like, you know, strapping a 454 motor into a boat with no fucking hole. No, (laughs) absolutely not. You're most... Okay, so while you're not incorrect, we're entering into the wastage that is called winter. 
Um, and they're going to be heating their house that probably leaks and whatnot, and that's a problem. Um, <clears throat> okay, but your, your parents – okay, so here's another hint. If your parents live <laughs> in an area with a power company that's a major, like OG&E or um, in Austin Energy here in Austin, if they're a major energy provider, not a co-op. Co-ops don't normally do this because they don't have enough money. But the large energy providers will do home audits, and they will offer incentives, sometimes for free, to seal your house. And it's called duct sealing. They'll come out, do an energy assessment, figure out how you can improve the energy efficiency of your house. Those are free. They'll do the energy efficiency audit. Then they'll come back with professional contractors, seal your house, do caulking, do whatever they need to do to make sure your house isn't leaking a bunch of heat. Um, And then beyond that, they'll make recommendations that are sometimes replace your boiler with a natural gas boiler instead of electric, replace your furnace with an electric furnace, never electric, sorry, natural gas furnace instead of electric, replace your uh, electrical wiring because it might be knob and tube instead of, and that's mostly in the East Coast. But they'll make all these recommendations, and then they'll offer you an interest-free loan to do this shit. And they'll just add it in perpetuity, like for 30 years, to your energy bill, and your house will be more energy efficient. You'll save more money than that loan costs every month. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways, dude. Like, energy efficiency, I was in the industry for a good while. It... It's it's a very interesting spot to be, to be honest. Like there's there's there is shit available to people that are under OG&E and E uh, and who's your uh, energy provider? Uh, mine is CoServe, and that's natural gas. No, it's a all electric and it is a co-op, but they also uh, yeah, offer they offer um, audits and um, <clears throat> wind and solar power options. So have you, have you done the energy efficiency audit? Uh, no, because there's a hole in my roof. So I'm assuming that would probably pop pretty quick. No, sure. But so the energy efficiency audit, (laughs) once you get the hole fixed, um, definitely look into it because it's, they'll, they'll offer air and duct sealing for free. And that's one of the largest things that leaks, right? Yeah. And they'll do it and fix your house and you'll save money right away. And then, if you do have a subpar furnace or something, they'll recommend an upgrade, but you can do that whenever. So you'll at least know the current state of the energy efficiency of your house. It's really cool. Yeah. Because um, it gives you a it gives you a plan. Like most people, once they buy a house, they don't know what they need to fix. They don't know what's wasting them money. And power companies will do this shit for free. Your natural gas company will do things focused specifically on it. And this is not a commercial for this shit. It's available to you. Most of the time it's free. Just go sign up for it. Um, if yeah. you're if you're thinking of buying a Nest thermostat, for instance, this holiday season here in Austin, Austin Energy is having a promotion where they will pay ninety dollars of your Nest thermostat if you sign up for their demand response program, which literally will take your house in the middle of summer when it's hot here in Texas. It will push it during the day to eighty four degrees. And then it'll bring it back down before you come home from work to your normal temperature so that when you're not home, they don't have to expend energy to keep your house cold. 
but they will always bring it back down to a comfortable level before you get home at five or six. Yeah. Um, and then you always have the ability to opt out of the program as well. It's, it's massive. Like if, if you're at a major energy provider, again, Oklahoma, OG&E, Texas, well, Austin, at least Austin Energy, you, you can go on that the fucking utilities website and they will tell you what their energy efficiency programs are. And most of them offer massive rebates. They'll do their shit for free. So before you go buy a furnace, before you go buy an air conditioner, before you buy fridges or smart home appliances or smart thermostats, always, always, always check to see if there's a program with your energy provider because you could save some serious money. Okay, well, that's at least good advice. Not, I mean, that's like legitimate <laughs> advice. Not buy one present for your family and loved ones because they don't. No, need no, 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 no. This present. all relates back, Brian. It it comes back. If if mom and dad is so inefficient, use all this advice to get them up to par. Okay. Okay. If you need if, if you need a path to green, I don't have 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 them get an energy audit. Okay. And they will tell you do this and this and this, and your grandparents. Your parents, whomever, the baby boomer fucking selfish-ass generation will be back up to par to make sure we don't have climate change having us, like, you know, swimming in fucking Lake Travis, which happens to have sharks in it. Wait, seriously? No, I'm saying it could. Oh, it could. Okay, all right. We don't know climate change, Brian. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, well, on that super uplifting note, I'm going to play us out. Because I'm coughing my head off you know, every 30 seconds. Brian's not going to play us out. Yep, I'm playing us out. It's a very metaphorical playing us out, isn't it? I literally hit the button to play a song. Push a button, yeah. yeah. Playing us out would mean you've got a guitar. You're about to... Din, 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 din. That's a horrible remix. Just to let you know. Oh, Future would be very upset. <gasps> I think there's a delay. Okay. Uh, there always is. There All always right. Is. <clears throat> so, uh, f- thank you very much for listening to this wonderful, wonderful edition of Nobody Left Behind. Uh, be sure to rate and review Nobody Left Behind. Give us a give us a little bit of a hand, uh, a little bit of a handy. You know, recommend us to some friends, some coworkers, especially hand me downs and hand me jobs. You know, hand me downs. I mean, yeah, if you've got some good suits. Maybe some Ferragamos. Okay. So, again. down. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah, be sure to recommend us to some friends, families, coworkers over the holidays. We would appreciate the extra boost and listens. If you have the guts. If you have the guts. If you have the cojones, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you got the huevos, drop them eggs on your family members and let them know about No Beer Left Behind. Also, check us out over on uh, Twitter and Instagram, at No Beer Left Cast. That's where you get all them good feeds, you know? And uh, if you have any uh, beer recommendations or questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us over on Instagram. Slide into them DMs. As long as you're not Dilf Pleaser, I'm fine with that, okay? So uh, until next time, for Brian here in North Texas, dealing with hella allergies and still coughing my head off, until next time, I'm out. Yeah, so for those of you who have the huevos, make sure you don't include any red chero sauce. I'm out. Beer!